This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, Trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Breaking news, the severe tornado outbreak in the South, leaving behind significant destruction and reports of injuries. Plus, the investigation just announced into President Biden's classified documents. Tornadoes sweep the South. More than two dozen reports of twisters, including one that may have stretched over 100 miles. The destruction tonight as tens of millions face severe weather from Mississippi to North Carolina. Special counsel investigation. After more classified documents are discovered in Joe Biden's private home in his garage. In my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? The Idaho college murder suspect in court with new cuts on his face. CBS's Lilia Luciano on when he could face trial. Good news for American consumers. Inflation appears to be slowing, but the cost of eggs and housing are still through the roof, forcing some adults to move back home. Breaking news two days after appearing at the Golden Globes. Lisa Marie Presley is rushed to the hospital with a possible cardiac arrest. UFO sightings, what the Pentagon is blaming tonight for unidentified objects in the sky. And Eye on America, filmmaker Ken Burns turns to photos to unlock American history. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Well, good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. Tonight, there is a new and serious investigation into President Biden's classified documents after we learn more of America's secrets were turned over just this morning. More on that special counsel in just a moment. Plus, the new information that we are just getting in about Lisa Marie Presley, what her mom Priscilla is saying tonight about her condition after the only child of Elvis Presley suffered a cardiac arrest. 
Well, this afternoon, a large and extremely dangerous tornado ripped apart homes, leaving a trail of destruction in its path in Selma, Alabama. Tornado warnings have been posted in several counties north of the capital city of Montgomery as the storms are moving east. This is part of the same storm system that brought torrential rains and floodwaters to much of California earlier in the week. We've got team coverage, starting with CBS's Mark Strassman from Atlanta tonight. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Nora. A confirmed mid-afternoon tornado near Atlanta's airport led to the second ground stop in as many days here. No flights in or out for roughly a half hour. All part of a storm toss Thursday across the south. Oh, my God. Selma, Alabama, the bullseye of a powerful oh God, tornado oh ripping through the city, causing major damage. I ain't never been so scared in my life, but I was praying. A line of large tornadoes swept through the south. Touching down in central and eastern Kentucky. Roofs blown off, cars flipped on their sides, a trail of ruin. Striking in the middle of the day, causing misery in Mississippi. Southern states ravaged as the toll continues to mount in the west. Here's my colleague Carter Evans. Here in California, a break in the weather only reveals more agony. Agricultural fields and entire neighborhoods flooded. Near the town of Spreckles, the Salinas River could crest at 25 feet by tomorrow. It was at 6 feet just a week ago. And the concern is that by the time all the storm runoff from upstream gets down here, well, the water could be a lot deeper, potentially cutting off highways nearby and stranding thousands. We don't want any tragic stories coming out of Monterey County. Are you under an evacuation order right yeah, now? Yeah, in fact, um, the, the little yellow caution tape, they put it on all the houses, the people that are gonna ride this out and stay. Across the state, there's a risk of flash flooding. Here, it's not clear where the road ends and the water begins. And a landslide sent this boulder smashing into a car in Malibu. I just said, wow, this could have been me inside this car. In Northern California, another body found in a submerged car. Today, more than 100 members of the California National Guard joined the search for five-year-old Kyle Doan, swept away from his mother's arms Monday morning. His last words to me was, Mommy, it's going to be okay. Just be calm and everything will be okay. Back here in Georgia, a tornado near Atlanta already causing damage. With today's ground stop delaying hundreds of flights, this airport is still recovering and the worry goes on. A tornado watch remains in effect for all of Metro Atlanta and much of North Georgia. Nora? D deeply concerning, Mark Strassman. Thank you so much. Well, for more on this damaging weather across the south and the storms expected this weekend in California, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening, and as you've been reporting, significant long-track tornadoes across the south have covered a lot of ground. Dozens and dozens of severe weather reports. The red circles here indicating tornadoes, blue dots indicating high winds or extreme hail. That threat primarily across Alabama, Georgia, across the Tennessee Valley, and the storms will be very potent even through the evening and overnight. You can see the storms racing through the southeast. Eventually, that front will get off the coastline here and will clear out tomorrow. However, on the back side of that front, significant cold air and snow that then goes all the way down into the southern Appalachians here. As we turn our attention to the west, Still a player in the west, significant parade of storms here. Five to eight more inches of rain from atmospheric rivers in northern California. And Nora, a lot of that rain rolls down into southern California into the weekend. 
Mike, thanks so much. Well, a busy day here in Washington after the president's own attorney general appointed a special counsel to investigate possible mishandling of classified documents. CBS News has learned the FBI has been looking into this for months, and it's already interviewed multiple Biden aides. Once again, the White House was caught flat-footed, unable to answer key questions. CBS's Adriana Diaz was the first to report on the discovery of these documents, and she has all the new details tonight. Earlier today... I, saw, I signed an order appointing Robert Hur a special counsel. Today, Attorney General Merrick Garland tapped Robert Hur, a veteran prosecutor who served under former President Trump, to investigate the possible unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents. The stunning announcement came just hours after the White House admitted that a small number of classified documents had been found in the garage of President Biden's Wilmington residence and in a room next door. Classified material. Next to your Corvette. President Biden was asked about it this morning. So the material was in a locked garage? Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. The latest revelation follows Monday's admission by the White House after questioning by CBS News that Mr. Biden's lawyers had found 10 classified documents in this building, roughly a mile from the White House, where Biden once had an office. That office was not authorized for storage of classified documents. Less than two weeks later, on November 14th, the Justice Department started its preliminary review. On December 20th, President Biden's lawyers found the additional classified materials at his Wilmington home. His lawyers also searched his Delaware vacation house. They said no classified records were found there. Former national security official Javed Ali says the matter brings up serious questions about how Mr. Biden and his team handled classified material. As a former intelligence professional, you're, we were all indoctrinated to never leave our offices with any classified material whatsoever. I mean, that's the whole point of the work. Garland has now appointed two special counsels in two months to investigate the handling of sensitive materials by the sitting president and former President Trump, who had over 300 classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate. Today, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy questioned Biden's transparency. They knew this has happened to President Biden before the election, but they kept it a secret from the American public. Now we find another location that it's at. The president's lawyers say they have immediately turned over every classified document they have found. This preliminary inquiry moved very quickly, and we have learned that investigators interviewed some of President Biden's aides from his time as vice president. And NORA FBI agents have been on the case for almost two months. Adrian Diaz, with all those new details, thank you very, very much. Let's turn now to Moscow, Idaho, because 28-year-old Brian Koberger was back in court today. He is charged with four counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of four University of Idaho students at their off-campus apartment in November. CBS's Lilia Luciano was inside the courtroom. Wearing an orange T-shirt with cuts on his face, the sheriff says from shaving, Brian Koberger today made his second appearance in an Idaho courtroom. Koberger gave clear, single-word answers in response to the judge's questions. Are you waiving your right to a speedy preliminary hearing and agreeing that that hearing can be held outside the 14-day period? Yes. The preliminary hearing is now set for June 26th to give his defense team more time to prepare. That is when some of the state's evidence against Koberger will be revealed. Police say DNA found on a knife sheath like this one ties him to the murder scene. 
The defense will also have the opportunity to cross-examine witnesses, says CBS News legal expert and analyst Ricky Kleeman. You have the ability to be able to discover more and more information, including what the investigators did not do. A judge will decide at the June hearing if there's enough evidence for the case to move forward. In the meantime, Koberger remains behind bars without bail. I think the family's a little surprised it's been delayed so long. Uh, that's six months out. It seems like quite a ways out for that type of hearing. Brian Koberger has not yet entered a plea, and that could take some time. We've also heard from some local criminal defense attorneys who say that it could be years before this case even gets to trial. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you so much. Let's get now to that breaking news about Lisa Marie Presley, the daughter of rock and roll legend Elvis Presley. She was rushed to a hospital today in cardiac arrest. Her mother, Priscilla Presley, says she is now receiving the very best care. CBS's Elise Preston has new details from Los Angeles. Just days ago, on the red carpet, Lisa Marie Presley praised Austin Butler for his Golden Globe winning portrayal of her father Elvis Presley in the film Elvis. It was mind-blowing. A representative tells CBS News tonight the 54-year-old singer-songwriter has been admitted to a Southern California hospital after suffering cardiac arrest in Calabasas. Presley is the only heir of rock and roll superstar Elvis Presley, but she garnered fame on her own through high-profile marriages, including her two-year union to King of Pop Michael Jackson. She's faced a life of tragedy, losing her father due to a heart attack at just the age of nine. And in 2020, the mother of four lost a son to suicide. And a Facebook post this afternoon, mother Priscilla Presley asked for prayers for her daughter and their family, adding they feel prayers from around the world. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you very much. Well, tonight, six Republican members of the House of Representatives are calling on disgraced New York Congressman George Santos to resign, while others are also casting doubt on his ability to serve. Santos has admitted to lying about much of his background while running for office, and he faces new campaign finance questions. On Steve Bannon's podcast today, Santos was asked by far-right Congressman Matt Gates where he got $700,000 to loan his campaign, despite reporting only $55,000 in income in 2020. Look, I've, I've worked my entire life. I've lived an honest life. I've never been uh, accused, sued of, of any bad doing. So, you know, it's, it's my it's the equity of my hard working self and I, I've invested inside of me. Well, Santos has lied repeatedly about his employment and says he'll only resign if the people who voted for him say he should. Let's turn now to the economy, where inflation appears to be moving in the right direction. The consumer price index fell to 6.5 percent in December. That is down from 7.1 percent in November. Well, prices at the grocery store are finally slowing, but they are still up nearly 12 percent over last year. And some items are still skyrocketing in price, like eggs. The price for a dozen grade A large are up 138 percent since last year. The cost of housing is having a major impact on young people, forcing many to move back home. CBS's Nancy Chen takes a look in tonight's Money Watch. Here, I'll rinse that out so you can keep going. A decade after leaving home for college, Chelsea Sheffer moved back in last summer. It is a strange feeling approaching 30 because you kind of feel like you're not doing the thing that you're supposed to do. But a long commute to her job as a teacher near Houston 
and a higher cost of living has made renting increasingly difficult. I could, you know, buckle down and move out or I could stay a little longer and kind of make these bigger purchases, put money towards my student loans. Sheffer's mom says the decision made sense for everyone. I have a few neighbors who their older children still live at home with them as well. Um, just because everything's just so expensive. And it is. Today's CPI report shows the rising cost of housing is helping drive inflation. It's up 7.5% from a year ago. This, as more young adults are moving back home. A quarter of Americans, 25 to 34, reported living in a multi-generational household in 2021, up from 9% 50 years ago. Do you see this trend continuing? I think so. I can't see what slows it down. Financial planner Jim Kinney advises parents not to overlook their own goals, including retirement. It becomes very important that both sides have some communication about this as they go into the arrangement. Kinney says parents should also consider making their children pay rent, share expenses like food and utilities, and not to forget negotiating boundaries for everyone. I joke like my parents are my roommates versus my parents now. A different way of living under a familiar roof. Nancy Chen, CBS News, Bridgewater, New Jersey. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, in tonight's Eye in America, documentary filmmaker Ken Burns shows us why. The images are part of a new project. Some are hard to watch and others you can't look away from. Together, they tell the story of America. Here's CBS's Jim Axelrod. I wanted to be a filmmaker. For when it comes to telling stories with pictures, Ken Burns is a master. The individual still photograph is the DNA of what I do. With his latest project, Our America, Burns takes black and white still images from 1839 to now and conducts a powerful examination of our complex shades of gray. Here was a chance to sort of present the whole of us in a way. All the sadness and grief, all the joy and playfulness. He was branded with SS, slave stealer. Burns looked at 30,000 pictures to get to 250 that tell our story. The hope of the Wright brothers, the triumph of Jackie Robinson, the horror of a lynching. We don't know light unless there's darkness. You had to pick pictures that would allow whoever is looking at them as long as they wanted to take it in. How did that affect your selections? We wanted to reflect every one of the 50 states. We wanted to sort of nod to the projects that we've engaged ourselves in over the nearly 50 years. In the last photo of Lincoln, weary from the estimated 750,000 Americans who died in the Civil War. In the kid on the cover, in his fedora, falling apart shoes and knowing expression, here we are. And so this kid, whose name we do not know, is as important as the 16th president. Our natural beauty of Antelope Canyon, Arizona is here. Our can-do spirit that built the Brooklyn Bridge is here. Our undeniable contradictions, they're here too. This history is complicated. And let's be just basically honest about who we have been where we are right now, and where we could potentially be going. For Ken Burns, these images serve as a tool to create a set of shared experiences, the one tool required to plow common ground. For Ion America, I'm Jim Axelrod in Walpole, New Hampshire. 
The Pentagon's new UFO report is out tonight. Have officials found evidence of extraterrestrial life? That's coming up. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Pentagon released its report on UFO sightings today, saying an additional 366 sightings have been investigated since 2021. Now, 26 of those sightings were determined to be drones, with at least one sighting suspected of being Chinese drones. 163 were balloon-like objects, and six were dismissed as aerial clutter, which includes birds and plastic bags. More than 170 sightings remain unexplained, but officials say they have found no evidence of any extraterrestrial life. Got it? Bottom line, no aliens. The day after the FAA computer meltdown, thousands more flights were disrupted today. We'll tell you why. That's next. Operations at the FAA and major airlines have returned to normal, but the lingering effects of yesterday's outage that grounded flights, that may take days to recover from. More than 4,500 flights were disrupted today, mostly because of the bad weather. More than 12,000 were delayed or canceled on Wednesday. The FAA is blaming a damaged database file in a system that is nearly 30 years old. In a galaxy far, far away, NASA makes another amazing discovery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Finally tonight, researchers using NASA's James Webb Space Telescope have made another amazing space discovery. For the first time, the powerful telescope has found a new Earth-sized planet known as an exoplanet. That's a planet outside our own solar system. Well, this is a NASA illustration of the new planet. It is named LHS 
475B. It is relatively close, just 41 light years away. No word on if there are signs of life, but scientists did say the rocky planet is several hundred degrees hotter than right here on the Earth. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first, because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight-plus acres of family-owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.